Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 193. Mm. Comes right after 192. That's right. Before 194. That means seven. I'm trying to do the math. Seven (laughs) until 200. Seven more. We are going to have to plan something. We do a party or something. Uh, That's not a bad idea. Maybe we should do a live episode somewhere. We tried a couple of those. They were fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to get back to that. Hmm. Hmm. We'll That's effort, that. though. Yeah, of course. It's kind of like the video thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, too much effort. So much work. Yeah, like- That's right. We have lives. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot. Yeah. Well, you know what? This, um, that was a perfect segue because this topic is how to stop being defensive. Mm. And I am being defensive because I feel guilty for not doing more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we are, well, most people are guilty of being defensive at some in, in some aspect of their life. Sure. You know, it happens in our personal relationships. It can happen at work. Um, I, I, you know, typically it involves us justifying our actions or our words or trying to protect ourselves from either looking bad or being wrong. Mm-hmm. I certainly have never done that. <laughs> right. right. I said today. Yeah. Well, actually, I might Within the last today. hour, actually. Yeah. Um, we certainly don't want to admit responsibility because mm-hmm. like, why would I want to do that? I want to, I don't want to look within and see that because that's scary. Um, and that's hard to do. Yeah. So why would we want to stop being defensive? Well, it's just not that constructive. I mean, it usually eats away at a relationship. It can make you look insecure, you know, close minded, over emotional, Overly emotional. I mean, however, it, there's just not a lot of good things that come out of it, mm-hmm. of being defensive. So how do you know if you're being defensive, Alan? What do you think being defensive looks like? As overreacting a lot of times. Sure. Um, I think you, uh, you're not really listening to what the person's saying. It's really hard. Did you to read take, my show notes? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, yeah, you're not listening. Like, it's hard to take critique, you know, and I think yeah. when, when you're defensive, and this happens to the best of us, is that, you know, you don't want to hear things that you're doing that might be wrong, quote, quote unquote, wrong, or even right. not the ideal situation. Do you find, do you have a discrepancy of like, like your one way professionally? Versus one way personally. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's always the internal part of me that doesn't want to hear critique, but I take it pretty well now. I think when I was younger. In both? Yeah. Both aspects. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably more so professionally because I'm like, well, it's just a job. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, if that's what needs to be done, okay. I understand that. I'm not worried about that. If someone's critiquing my life, you know, or what my choices are, or things that I'm doing, I'm kind of like, I don't mind if it's coming from the right place, but if they're yeah. like, I don't know why you hang out with that person. Like, well, it's none of your business, you know, sure. a, a and B, you know, so if it's, if it's like that type of thing, I might get more defensive, but if it's like work, it's not, it's not a personal attack. It's like, I need this to be done a certain way, or I need to be communicated with this in this context. Okay. I get it. That's why I'm actually good with like clients. Well, do you, but do you, well, then it's, then it's like severity or triggers. Like you said, if it's like somebody attacking your personal 
there are triggers yes. where we all have different lines. I have like, a, yeah. Well, I've, hey, like if you're going to question my honesty or you're going to question my authority like, or whatever, like are, you know, that's what I mean. Like there's probably certain aspects of your life where sure. if somebody hits that chord, yep. you know, they know yeah. like you criticize my family, you criticize whatever it is. Yeah. Well, maybe I will be. Maybe no, I'll and be that that definitely. I think everyone has a threshold. Yeah, you know, so it yeah. depends on what level of criticism you're taking, and versus, um, is it being defensive or are you standing up for yourself? Yeah, I was reading something. It was interesting because it said, you know, oftentimes people who are defensive are very critical of themselves. Sure, and that kind of you know sometimes goes hand in hand, and mm. it kind of it makes sense. Is that they often will see the flaw before somebody else does. Yeah. But don't want to admit it. Yeah. Or don't want to, you know, certainly don't want other people pointing it out. True. Um, so there's a couple things. I mean, I wrote down a couple of like, how do you know if you're being defensive? And the first one was, you know, do you respond to criticism by criticizing the person who's criticizing you? <laughs> right. You know, and that that's, that's a telltale sign, you know, yeah. um, I'm not being defensive. You're being defensive. Yeah. You know, that's a famous yeah. like uh, Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. You know, or right. um, you, like you said, you stop listening in the middle of somebody talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like you might even just simply like cross your arms or look away or sure. whatever. It's yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You're just defiant in that sense. Right. Um, you know, and the third, do you justify your behavior or actions when somebody else doesn't like it? Mm-hmm. You know, and you make a, you make an excuse or you make a reason for it and you say that. Um, I think there's a lot of ways that we manifest, you know, being defensive. So how do we stop it? Well, first, number one, you got to admit that you actually are acting defensive. Sure. And that's hard to do. It really is. Um, It's hard to admit it. But, you know, it's the first step with any anything and even addiction or whatever is like you have to acknowledge that it exists. And once you can do that and realize, wow, I was actually just like, I mean, with a spouse or a relationship, or whatever. I mean, that happens, I think, all the time for with small things. Big. I mean, one example is like, you know, hey, I didn't uh, or maybe, you know, you cooked dinner. And there's a criticism about the dinner mm-hmm. and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> well, you never cook, you know, right, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. whatever, like go, I mean like that kind of stupid yeah. realizing it's like, wow, I, well maybe it is because I'm not that great of a cook and mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, whatever. And you kind of do that. We'll go through those. But so the first one is just admitting that you can act offensive. And I think it's the hardest one, but once you get past that and can admit it, the rest are a lot easier. Yeah, I think the turning point for me to because I was a defensive kid and uh, uh, maybe a young adult, I should say more so, um, was admitting it and then diving headfirst into my faults. So if I mess up and stumble over my words, I kind of say it to myself. I have to mess that one up, and it takes the the heat out of it. Like instead of expecting perfection, I I can especially now that I'm a teacher and I and I'm yeah. in front of people a lot. I admit when I make mistakes, and and like you know, I even point them out. If you didn't right. say that my mistake there when I just tripped over there, like I'll say, let me move my bag before I kill myself. Like I'll say stuff like that, you know, just just to make brevity of of something that might be kind of funny or you know, some, or someone might have a critique over or whatever it is. I almost dive headfirst into it, so then, then it lessens the blow. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So the second part is notice the feelings coming on. Yeah. So do you actually you know feel a different way physically? 
And I mean, I can tell you for like, for me, my heart starts to pump a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I start to feel that like yeah. the, the anxiety a little bit and I, my voice may raise a little louder, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like noticing like that coming on is the next step. So you're just like, so you know, you've already admitted it. You're defensive. You're in a situation. You're starting to act your voice is getting higher yeah. or louder. Your heart More animated. Yeah. And then you're, oh, and which you could take into the third one, which is pause and breathe. Mm-hmm. So pause and breathe is like the greatest thing ever. I mean, you can pretty much apply it to everything <laughs> in parenting and in life skills and everything else. Um, I wish I could do it. Um, <laughs> it's so important. Um, I know like 10 years of meditation and I still have <laughs> problems doing it. <laughs> I think I'd get better by now. Um, you know, our gut reaction is often fast and aggressive. You know, when we make a gut reaction, but somebody says something to us, we boom, we snap back right at them. Yeah. You know, at least I had in the past. Mm. So pausing and breathing, it forces us to take a step back. And when you feel those triggers, you take a second and pause. Mm. And so whether someone's attacking you verbally or they're criticizing you it could be something that you let's say you're at work and your boss is coming down on you for something you did just take a breath so that you can recognize what's going on mm-hmm. and you're sort of taking inventory and say you know what i can feel myself getting yeah. crazy right now, yeah or, yeah you know really upset and that's where it starts things. it starts internally yeah yeah um yeah because i'm sure that you know the the spiritual gurus aren't feeling those stuff <laughs> you know i mean they, well, they, they are they just know how to make it pass through them a lot right. faster and i think that's that's a good point uh, yeah i i've learned that is that it's okay to have the feeling i just let it flow through me rather than hold on to it and try to do something about it absolutely yeah. great 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 point um four is acknowledge the person's perspective so you've paused you've recognized it now you acknowledge what they're saying now you don't need to agree with it. Mm-hmm. So that that that's be clear. Just because like somebody's criticizing you, you don't need to agree with it, but you can be empathetic mm-hmm. and you can validate their feelings because sure. that's going to diffuse the situation or could you know potentially change it. Yeah. Um, so by listening to them and saying something like, "Hey, I, you know, I can see this is really hard for you." Mm-hmm. You know, you're or I can see you got really upset at that. Right. You know, that's somebody coming down and like, like and it, something that you did or that you said or whatever. I mean, that's one type of criticism and one type. I mean, the other, obviously there's different aspects of sure. it, um, but you're not agreeing with them. You're just acknowledging their side or mm-hmm. what it is that they're doing. Yeah. So that's, that's the one thing. Um, and then the fifth thing, look for the truth in the criticism. Yeah. So actually look and it could be a really small part, but if there's any truth to what they're saying, and there certainly could be yeah. oftentimes where there's smoke, there's fire. Sure. Um, we really just don't want to look inside because it is so hard to do. Right. It really is. It's one of the hardest things in personal development and all of these things. It's taking responsibility for our own actions and our own situation. And that's not easy. You know, and yeah. to recognize and saying, wow, like, you know what? Maybe there's a little bit of truth there. Sure. Yeah. You know? I think it's important to really, I mean, that's another self-reflection. In, in, when you're in the front of a mirror, you may see blemishes. 
Yep. So, you know, you can't be like, I'm perfect all the time. Right. Um, you got to see some imperfections. And That's so awesome. yeah. someone's turning around and sh- showing you that, then you may have to take they a They just may not be doing it in a great way. Yeah. They may not be tactful. They not might the not, and they might be severe. Yeah. They might be, they're bringing in their own emotion. Right. And I have a, a th- something to add to the one, uh, the fourth one. I also take consideration of who's saying it. You know, I'm empathizing with the people and especially the people that I care well, crazy about. Crazy is crazy. But yeah, if there's a lunatic calling you crazy. It's like, well, all right. Right. <laughs> you know, like, am I really like, are you, are you really taking the advice of somebody who you don't have any? No, but that's for? where you can say like, hey, I can see that this is, a, you know, <laughs> you saying that for you're you. crazy. And it's a, right. no, but, no, but yeah, but I mean, I also, yeah, I consider the source a lot and not to say I don't listen, but that's a little judgy. But though. well, it is. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with I'm you, I'm not saying I don't do it. <laughs> and, well, and, and I don't do it to an extreme. I, I, Anybody I care about, I consider what they're talking about. But if I don't know, or if like, it's hard to get an example of this because it's kind of like controversial to say, well, I don't, I don't care. Well, about well let's you. say, like, maybe we'll give the example um, a student of yours criticizes the way you're teaching. Yeah. And, and, and I, you said I, you'd be okay but, with it. But I care about them. So, yeah. like, I do, I, I take it with a grain of salt because some people don't like a certain style or whatever. I have one or two students in my illustrious career of four years teaching, I'm sure didn't like everything no I was doing about it. It's true. No way. Um, most of them do like it, which is great. <laughs> but uh, but uh, another example, I kind of told you, and I won't get into it, but I had a message from someone who was, I didn't know. Right. And then they all of a sudden became really like weird about like me, like them, they, they didn't even call me. And then they said I was taking too long to respond to them. And then kind of being, you know, it was from, a strange situation. It was a strange way to, uh, I was like, okay. And they're, they're basically criticizing me and they're saying no expectations. I was like, well, clearly there's expectations, <laughs> but I didn't want to argue with them. I'm like, you're, you're, you're someone I don't really want to be dealing with right now right. and therefore i'm just going to back away from that yeah sometimes you just go like, yeah because be the source they're obviously a lunatic right. <laughs> right um so number six if appropriate apologize so if you don't agree with you know whatever is being said you can always apologize with something saying hey i'm sorry that what i did affected you that way mm-hmm. that's not really apologizing <laughs> It's saying like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, I'm sorry I made you yep. feel bad. Right. Well, I didn't make you. You decided. Yeah, sorry you, you feel bad over something I said. Right. I'm sorry that you're not in control of your own feelings. <laughs> um, it's not a real, like I said, it's not a real apology. <laughs> right. But in some instances, that can be better than nothing. And if they're not that astute psychologically, <laughs> right. you, you you might be able to get by with yeah, that one. You may, yeah. um, but if you really did something wrong and there is a glimpse of truth or whatever, then you apologize for yeah. it. You know, and you have the ability to do that. Um, and then number seven, tell them how the information could have been conveyed better. So if they're criticizing you and you do care about the relationship, then sometimes it can, and you know, this is definitely for like a significant other or spouse or whatever. You can tell them how you would have liked them to have said it. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've gotten better, much better at that. When I find that I don't like you know, say my wife and I are talking about something and I, and I didn't like the way it was said for whatever reason, mm. I've gotten better at, instead of getting upset saying, Hey, you know what I would have liked for you to have said. Right. And then saying that. Yeah. So, you know, I gave the example before about like dinner being cooked, you know, and somebody might say like, well, oh, that dinner was horrible, <laughs> you know, or like, Hey, I, that, that, that just tasted awful. But you maybe be able to say, hey, thank you so much for making dinner. I really appreciate it. But maybe, you know, next time we could consider having something different. 
you know, yeah. or what, like there's, there's other ways of saying things in the same way. So then you have to take responsibility that if you were the one who said that, <laughs> like, so what I mean is if somebody's saying something to you and you don't like it, tell them the way that you do like it. Right. You know, to, to be able to convey the same information, there's a lot of different options. And instead of them being a jerk or you didn't like the way it was said, because I mean, maybe their intention wasn't even bad. Sure. Like they just were telling you and they didn't, they weren't trying to be mean or anything. They just didn't, they're not realizing that you're not taking that information. Great. Yeah. And some people are more blunt than others. And I think that's where, you know, you got to understand where empathy comes in is understanding what they're, what are they saying behind the words? And so if you could extract that, then it's like, okay, great. And then vice versa, you should probably be able to communicate with, to them. Yeah. I've gotten a little bit better. Even in business relationships, I have found myself saying things like that. Like, Hey, you know, what would have been really great Mm -hmm. is that when we were talking about that project, if you would have, you know, could have done this and then blah, 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 you know, whatever. And like most of the time you're saying, you know, I messed up. Right. And so you just, you know, you're taking responsibility for it. Yeah. You know, and that just, I don't know. It's an easier way of dealing with it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think, like I said, I think we're all guilty of being defensive. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's really hard when insecurities come out or you feel someone's pointing something out negative about you or something that you did. And so, you know, try to remember these tips and, you know, you'll come out on top and being able to manage these kinds of things better. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, that's important. So if somebody has any questions or comments, Alan, what should they do? Email would be a great spot to start podcast at dudes hit us up on social media twitter at dudes to dads facebook dudes to dads com and then youtube please go check out the dad university videos by jason there's a lot of great stuff there um and uh, more importantly than any of that if you're listening to us on one of your favorite podcatchers apple itunes whatever it is called now stitcher and via a variety of other places um subscribe to those channels leave a comment leave a f- five stars maybe a thumbs up it all helps perpetuate the show Awesome. Well, Alan, thank you as always. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.